Hey everybody, it's Matt Powers. Welcome again to Unlocking Your Enthusiasm. So this video is all about the roots of enthusiasm. What comprises and creates enthusiasm? So the last video, we were talking about the benefits. So before we go any further though, I wanna define my definition of enthusiasm because there are a few different definitions out there. As I mentioned last time, the dictionary has a keen or a passionate interest in something. And that's not really what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the original definition. In theos, in God. God within us, the spirit within us, the divine within us. Inspiration, inspired movements, grace, being graceful. All these definitions that we've had throughout time that we've recognized throughout time, throughout many philosophies, cultures, and religions. There is this thing where we, we embody and unlock something that's within us and it allows us to transcend the moment and become greater than we are, greater than we were. And everyone recognizes it. It's this thing. And so it's not religious. I want to make sure that we, we, we make sure that separate from that religious connotation because 130, 150 years ago, there was this thing where enthusiastic got related to religious fervor and it really was over enthusiastic, it really was manic. So I wanna make sure that we're not, we're, not, we're not going for that because I wanna build unstoppable enthusiasm and the manic stuff, the over enthusiastic stuff, that's all fragile, um, that's stoppable. Even the most fierce examples that we have of the dangerous kinds of you know, exuberance out there like Hitler or stuff like that, they, they were stoppable because you know, in the end they were so fragile because they weren't rooted to the divine within them and the divine within other people. That stability, that honoring, that opening of our hearts, it allows us all to create this stability, this incredible stability that we've all relied upon. <clears throat> and I'll get more into that as, as, as that community level at the end of this talk. So it's, it's stoppable, that, that exuberance, that, that mania, that manicness, and it is a disconnection from the people around you, from from your connection to, to God or spirit or, or creativity or life. So that manicness really is like an echo chamber and, uh, and you, you can't be reached. And so what we really wanna do is have a completely different kind of system that allows information in, but has a protective you know, chamber that's kinda of like an echo chamber but still is receptive to, you know what I mean? You'll be able to protect your mindset, be able to protect your enthusiasm, but connected to the world around you, open to the realities, and also so compassionate and open and loving to the people around you. And that is true enthusiasm, and that's why it's so unstoppable. So I'm not talking about that crazy stuff. So make sure when we, when we refer to this and everyone's gonna be probably asking you when you bring this up, you're like, I'm studying enthusiasm. They'll be like, oh really? You better you know, pace yourself. <laughs> but there's really no finer fuel 
than the unstoppable enthusiasm that we will be discussing. So what is this stuff? You know what I mean? I'm talking about it so much. What is it? I mean, if it's so divine, so graceful, it's like, what are the components? Am I gonna have to take up dancing? I mean, what is the deal? The reality is then one of the number one components, and it's very simple when we break it down, and then there's some very interesting overlaps to it. But to begin with, gratitude. It starts with being grateful. When we are grateful, we are locked into the moment. We are, I mean, when we are super grateful, we cannot help but be enthusiastic. So gratitude, being thankful, being just, you know, so, so grateful that you're just grateful for being there, grateful for your breath, grateful for your body, grateful for life, grateful for even the challenges, even the hardships. That kind of gratitude begets this unstoppable enthusiasm for life. And so when we wake up, something we can do, you know, something that I do is, you know, we express that gratitude. When we wake up in the morning, I I actually start my day, you know, like Wayne Dyer does, you know, saying thank you, thank you, thank you. And I actually have to do it quietly and kind of sneak out of the room because, you know, other people are there. And so you may have to too, but then I continue my day with gratitudes and I, I really believe that, you know, gratitude, as it's been called, is the parent of all other virtues. Because when you are grateful, you're really open to so much, but at the same time, resilient to so much. So you can, you can ward things off and you can say no without it hurting you. Ah, oh, it's amazing what gratitude can do. So much of meditation also is, is just being, starting with just being grateful for breath and breathing, being mindful of all the blessings in our life, is counting our blessings they are in religions. Um, so much of uh, people's success, you know, Oprah references gratitude, you know, gratitude journal as one of the keystones of her success. And as I mentioned before, it brings us to the present. It allows us to be more mindful and, and just there with the people we are with so they can feel like, you know, that person really listens or that person really cares. So gratitude is just absolutely a superpower. And that's why it's a linchpin in enthusiasm. All right, now the next one, of course, because it's in Theos, right? It has to be faith. Well, faith is the belief in something unrealized or unseen. And it could be yet, right? You could, you could eventually see it, but sometimes you may never see it. And it's that faith, it's that belief in the things that we don't know, the things that, that could be that define so much of what enthusiasm is. It is that like, I live in a world where I believe good things are waiting for you For everyone on this planet, there are good things waiting for them. We just got to find them. We just got to unlock them in the world around them, in their own lives, in their own minds. And we can make that change. And I truly believe that if we can unlock the faith of people everywhere, all those things are going to be immediately possible. Because when we expect to see good things, this ties into the next one, when we expect to see good things, good things start appearing. It's part of the way our brain works. When we are expecting red, we suddenly see red everywhere. When I say green, you suddenly see green everywhere. It's just something we do. We are cueing our minds, we're, we're priming. 
Um, and we'll be talking a lot about that. Um, and so this faith, you know, we can cultivate it, um, but it is this, this, this idea that good things are coming. It is so simple. It is so clean and clear, and anyone can cultivate their faith in each other, in the world around them, and in the future. And then, of course, related to this is anticipation. So you can't wait for something to happen. But there's, there's, there's this other piece to it. And this is why I always said excitement is a part of, you know, the, the elixir of enthusiasm. So it's gratitude, faith, anticipation, and excitement. It's, it's really kind of excited, you know, anticipation in many ways. Like I include it there more as an adjective because we can anticipate something with dread. But the reality is, is that we want to anticipate something with excitement because that gives us this electricity where we're borrowing from the future. And this is a key component of faith. You actually have so much faith that it will happen that you, part of you, is borrowing the satisfaction of that reality now. This is when, you know, you're hurt or someone is hurt and they, they're about to, they, they say, okay, well, the, the, the painkiller's coming. And they're like, okay, all right, I can hold on until then. What are they doing? They're borrowing upon that future. But if you tell them that it's not coming, they're like, oh, ah, they can't hold on. It's because they're borrowing with their faith their anticipation on that future. Why in the reverse, when we're about to get, you know, um, a, a shot and we're so afraid, we're anticipating it with dread, we're like, ah, 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 and we're, we're not even, we're not even, they haven't even stuck us yet with the needle, but we're feeling pain because we're anticipating it. This is a superpower. We're borrowing from the future. It is a extension of faith. So, Faith, you know, is this abiding thing. Anticipation is this leaping forward thing and enthusiasm and combines them both with this excited, it, I mean, it propels you into the future, but you're satisfied in being happy in the moment. So it, it, th th this is the ultimate state for getting things done, for being, you know, you know, a high performer. This is what the, like the romance of, of early relationships is. Enthusiasm brings this spark to life that makes every moment rich. And it actually, what it's doing is deeply encoding into our minds. And um, when we deal with things that we're, uh, whether it's a relationship, we're really learning that person, or when we're, you know, throwing ourselves with enthusiasm into a new skill or, or something like that, what we're doing is we're actually on this loop where we're building competence and it's leading to confidence because there's this incredible thing with enthusiasm that it always leads us to, to learn at a higher level. We're like, oh, I love this. I want to understand this. What can I do better? What can I do? And we're, res we're resilient to the mistakes we make. We're resilient to the setbacks. And we're actually, we're like that, that person in sports who's like, you know, like, well, what do I do next? Oh, oh, that's wrong? Okay. Instead of being like, oh, I'm wrong. They just want to get better. They're just hungry. They just want the information. They want to know and they want to grow. And so they, they just want to get, get more and more information. And so as they gain more and more information, they gain in competence and then they gain in confidence. And that confidence is, it, it feeds right into the growth mindset. And it's the growth mindset is the belief 
that even hardships, even obstacles, mistakes, challenges, all those things are there to teach us. They're there learning opportunities. They're there for our growth. And we believe that we can always grow and that we are not fixed, that we don't have parts of ourselves that can't improve. Like, oh, well, I'm just not a math person. You don't allow that in your head. The growth mindset, the enthusiasm in our lives, true enthusiasm has this ability to just transform us and be like, oh, well, now I'm going over that mountain. I got to learn how to do this. We're going to learn how to do that then. Let's go. We're doing it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's that kind of mindset that has powered human beings for millennia upon millennia upon millennia for exploring all of the earth, for inventing, creating, loving, sacrificing all the noble things that we've done. It is all coming from enthusiasm. And this is where it ties into evolution and community. Because when you have this resiliency and this communicativeness, right? So enthusiasm has the ability to just sweep people up. And so suddenly everyone's getting together and we're going to explore what's on the other side of that mountain. Or we're, we're learning how to do this new skill or we're hunting this new animal. And we're getting so wrapped up in the passion, the excitement. We're letting the mistakes we make fall behind us. We're focused on the present, the now. We're not fearful. We're grateful for being there, for what we have. It is what allows communities to strengthen, to improve, to adapt, to, to face hardships, to face challenges. Um, to learn at that hyper level, you know what I mean? To, to supercharge learning. And that's why, you know, enthusiasm is such a big deal in schools. I mean, we study enthusiasm extensively. And, you know, my secret sauce, you know, as a teacher, people are like, you got so much engagement. And it's like, yeah, because I bring my full enthusiasm. And because I saw, you know, when I brought anything less, how it cheated them of the learning that they would have gotten that day. It's the same thing with my family. They'd be, they'd be losing out. And so no matter the size of your community, whether it's a family, you know, rock and roll band or a business or a town, the enthusiasm, the baseline enthusiasm of that place is the electricity of the life in that place. And it is the passion, it's the excitement, it's the way people feel alive. It's that electricity, that is what we're talking about in this course. And that can be trained like a muscle, that can be built upon, that can be expanded, that can be turned into a muscle that you just <laughs> turn on and can, can access and ramp up and trust. And, and turn to when things are hard. And so I want that for everyone. I want everyone to be able to deeply root their enthusiasm in their gratitude, in their faith, in their anticipation, in their excitement. So whenever they have those things as touchstones, they can, and that's the thing with the great thing about the overlap is they really do create that, that feedback loop. I don't wanna say echo chamber, feedback loop because it's open to other people adding to it, but it's also protective, you know what I mean? Because you can hear the, the harmonies that are off. You can hear the things that don't fit, the rhythm, the pattern. So when you've got that locked in and you're flowing with it, you recognize who you are, what fits you, 
and what will drive you to that next level. Mm. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for participating. I'm Matt Powers. Grow abundantly, learn enthusiastically, and live regeneratively. (laughs) 